0: Welcome to 4 Downs, presented by Game On Wisconsin. Four topics, 4 Downs. Now here's your hosts, Aaron Alice, and Monty Moore.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of 4 Downs. I don't know how I sound so cheery right now, um, all things considered, but <laughs> here we are. It's probably the alcohol that's doing it to me. Um, I am one of your hosts, Aaron Alice, and with me as always, my partner in crime, Monty Moore. How are you feeling this Thursday evening?
0: Um, I am, I'm ready to rant, so <laughs> I'll just put it that way.
1: Right. Maybe that's why I have all this energy. I'm like ready to
0: like. <laughs> yep. Like <laughs> let,
1: yeah, it let it all out. out. Yep. <laughs> and with us, we have a very special guest. Very excited about this guest, um, because I, I don't want to be weird, but I consider her like a hidden gem on Packers Twitter. <laughs> I feel like super underrated, um, and super hilarious, and is perfect for our show. Super like. Um. I vulgar i guess like yeah. she just like no filter maybe because that's exactly how we are so welcome if you guys know her as at sam sandwich sam how are you
2: i am wonderful <laughs> i'm so happy to be here with both of you you guys are two of my faves and this is my first podcast so
0: oh we have we have the <laughs> honor then
2: yeah Great. yeah i'm, I'm honored that we're honored it's just cherry. a group of honored people <laughs> yeah. where i'm
1: i'm i'm good yeah we're happy to to take your
0: virginity on that. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so first question, what's everyone drinking?
0: I have an old fashioned as always, although mm-hmm. I did I did mix it up. I used orange bitters this time instead of regular, not because I'm creative, but because I ran out of the regular bitters.
1: I really like orange bitters though, so that's a good. Sam. A very
2: strawberry Angry Orchard.
1: Um, Ooh, I'm sorry. I didn't even know they had strawberry.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> Discovered this last year when I was doing some pandemic drinking. Strawberry is <laughs> the best flavor. Strawberry is the best.
1: I love so some
2: alcoholic apple juice. Regular Angry Orchard great. is great, but the strawberry, mm. mm.
1: Good to know, um, because you introduced me to the seltzers and white wine combo, which is lethal, but amazing. (laughs) But I am currently drinking lots of hard liquor, Fish House Punch. Um, It's one of my favorites. If anybody follows me on Twitter, I've talked about it a few times. It's an equal parts of (laughs) peach brandy, cognac, um, dark rum, simple syrup, and lemon juice. So it's felt fitting to have something really intense today
0: yeah i i I almost was gonna like make a long island but then i was like the show is generally almost an hour and you got to be able to have me coherent through most of it so (laughs) well (laughs) we'll see how i do i guess
1: (laughs) i'm glad we picked me to lead today um so as we do every episode (laughs) we uh, start off by looking backwards and we give one word to summarize um how the previous how we feel about the previous game and if you've been living under a fucking rock or came out of a coma today um the Packers lost to the 49ers uh 13 to 10 at home in the divisional playoff round last Saturday night um so uh Monty we're gonna throw it to you first (laughs) what is your word to sum up your feelings on the game
0: so I'm gonna say it was fitting and not fitting because that's how any of us thought it was going to go. I mean, you and I obviously both picked them to win. Picked them to win. No way. We totally, pretty, we totally called <laughs> <pretty it>. comfortably, <laughs> but it was it was just fitting in the way that it ended. So the way so many other of these games have, mm-hmm. where there's no reason for them to lose. They've got everything going their way, and they just go out there and shit down their own leg for 60 minutes. And now this time the defense wasn't the reason why that was, I, I said it on Twitter the other day. I think that was probably, there's an argument to be made that that was the best defensive playoff performance I've ever seen from a Packers team. Um, The, you know, the holding Barry Sanders to minus one rushing yard was amazing too. But I mean, the fact that you didn't allow a team to score a touchdown in a playoff game is huge. So for that to be, the unit that held up well, I mean, it was fitting that the special teams was horrible because no one was surprised that the special teams was horrible. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) the the fact that to come, you know, for it to come down to a big moment in a big spot and you trust the offense to get it done and they didn't do it. I mean, that's just a fitting disappointment the way we've seen it play out way too many times.
1: Well, and like, what's what's so crazy about the defense doing so well is is you look at like not pff like whatever take it or leave it if you if you agree with it or don't but right the lowest graded um or some of the lowest graded players on the defense were actually all the guys that they got back jair z and merciless were actually in like i believe the top five lowest graded which i mean i went fucking nuts when z got Was out there for his first snap and got the first snap
0: snap of the game.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it was like I, like I was just sitting on the couch like after on the offensive drive, and at one point I just like yelled like Z like just out of nowhere (laughs) like it just came out of my soul like it was so amazing and but like but but my point being like the defense without z merciless and jair like they probably hurt them at that point obviously that z sack was huge but overall like the fact that the defense without those three players really contributing playing that well was the one positive to get out of that although it means nothing because the team might look very different next year on defense but that was an incredible i was so proud like i can't get over that them doing that in the playoffs and and Gary having one of his best games and it was just incredible. But to, to know that, I, I, I mean, I'm sad that the, you know, Jair, like you guys know me, Jair, like for him to not be a huge contributor, he obviously missed on that big tackle at the end, but I really don't really give a shit because the defense doesn't deserve to be dragged, but for, to know that those players didn't actually contribute but the defense was so fucking amazing. Yeah,
0: despite the, them is amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say to the fact that they should have won regardless of how they played. Right, right, right.
2: What do you think, Sam? Um, embarrassing, guys. <laughs> Are you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm, I'm still embarrassed. embarrassed. It's been yeah. a long week. Yeah. Not only am I embarrassed because they played badly, but like growing up in a family full of Bears fans. Yeah. One Packers scan. They've never been able to make fun of me because the Packers are just always better. Yeah. I wish I could mute my brothers. (laughs) 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 Embarrassing. Um, So that's number one, but it's also embarrassing because you've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback and you Mm -hmm. can't throw a passing touchdown. Like it's with such a powerful offense. This team always has such a powerful Mm -hmm. offense to not, put up a passing touchdown in a playoff game when it really matters is just I'm speechless. speechless. Yeah.
0: And I mean, if you want to talk about something that's embarrassing, like you have, you have the four time MVP, right? We all presume he's going to, he's about to win MVP in a, in a week or so here, but I, I specifically wrote this down and I saved it to my phone after the game. So, on that very first drive, which was the only, arguably the only good drive of the game, and it
1: was and was executed so perfectly. Yeah, like they had, what makes it so worse is that they get your hopes up. They're like, "Oh, this offense is gonna like just go off," and then they had they,
0: they had five first downs on that drive. So on the next five drives of the game, they only had four first downs. <laughs> went, that honestly went, like it honestly seems like more than it felt. Went <laughs> three and out eight times in that game.
1: That is, I mean, it's, it's like Sam said, it's embarrassing it's, and it's yeah. unacceptable. Like you have who I have been banging the drum about for coach of the year with LaFleur because they've had so many injuries and they ended yep. up 13 and four and the number one seed. Like there was no reason for him not to be coach of the year. And then for him, you're talking about the, the best quarterback in the league. Um, the, well, at, Best performing quarterback. I mean, I right, yeah. whatever, but that's subjective. Whatever, the, but the you're about a top quarterback in the league. Yeah, the number one wide receiver in the league. The best. Um, the coach, the best coach, uh, arguably potentially, and um, you've got an unbelievable running back duo. Granted, um, unfortunately, Dylan got broke a rib, which is unfortunate, but Aaron Jones is still like a top running back in the league, and yeah. you put up. 10 points at home and I almost don't even want to count the first seven points because that was like it was the first drive so they went so long without doing anything again after that and it's like how does that happen 49ers granted solid defense but their defense isn't that good. This Packers no, I, team put up 30 points or 33 points. 30, like, they put up 31 weeks. week 31, three. that's right. It was yeah. 31-30. Um, on this defense, and you can't even get two touchdowns against them, it, it's unacceptable. I mean, kudos to the 49ers, but this was like shooting themselves in the foot.
2: This was the Packers game to lose.
1: Right. Yeah, yes, I, I mean, without was. a
0: doubt. And, and we
1: said that last week. We were like, the yeah. only way that the the, the the 49ers win is if the Packers fuck up. And what do you know?
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> one of our one of our topics last week was literally what one thing do they have to do to win the game? And I said I don't think they have to do one specific thing. I said just play their game right. and play their style of football and they win. And for the most part, like they did. They played their game on special teams because it was horrible and they have a horrible special teams. <laughs> they, the, right, defense, so that was expected. <laughs> the defense played up to the potential that it has with as mm-hmm. many good players as they have. And, you know, as, as well as they've played all year, they played up to their potential. The offense did not play anywhere close to their game outside of one drive. And there you go. And th- that's how they ended up losing the game.
1: Right. And Like, this is what's been weird on Packers Twitter. I mean, there's a lot of weird going on on Packers Twitter always, (laughs) but the the weirdest thing for me was people have this habit of not being able to blame Aaron Rodgers or the offense ever. Oh, my God. It's the worst. (laughs) Right. It is. It's been a thing for years. and, and, And for the most point, I'm like, you could have an argument, but this. There's no, there's no excuse that like yeah, everyone's I, saying like, oh, it's, it's, it, it's the special teams because they allowed, they, you know, they cost the team 10 points and I'm like, okay. But we expected them to be the worst possible way. Like, this right. is not surprising for them. I mean, it's awful. And it was shocking for, like, the, the punt. The punt for a touchdown was shocking. A blocked kick is not shocking <laughs> on this special teams unit. And then the 10 pe- ten men on the field for the game-winning field goal. Like, it, that's not surprising to me. Like, I'm not that shocked. I, I'm, I'm surprised at the amount of people who are not more shocked by the game that the offense put up.
0: Right. I, I mean, and the, you know, either you guys correct me if I'm wrong here, but they're the way that people treat Aaron Rodgers, like not being able to find any flaw with him. Mm-hmm. I would argue that I could at least understand most of the time why their head is in that place. Mm-hmm. But on that game Saturday, like I don't care how bad the special teams was like, right there. It's indefensible for the guy that's the MVP and who you stay up all night defending against Tom Brady fans on Twitter scores one leads one touchdown drive in a playoff game.
1: Right. That on the last, on the, on the, on the do or die moment throws into a 50 yards downfield in double coverage when there's yeah. Lazard and um, St. Brown that are, are both open. I mean, St. Brown wasn't fully open or I think it was St. Brown or vice versa, like wasn't fully open, but had like one or two steps on their defender. Like there were two other better options and you yeah. threw into fucking double coverage and you threw an awful pass that probably should have been a pick. Like it, it was, it was a very Brett Favre throw. It, it felt was, like, like just chuck it down there and see what happens. Cause I've given up.
0: Like it felt like to me, a, that was a predetermined read. Like he mm-hmm. knew he was going to throw it to Adams no matter what. Mm-hmm. But B, it also kind of felt like a please save us with a pass interference call.
1: Right. Which yes. is
0: extremely pathetic for, right. for that for an offense that can operate at the level that we know it can, and it has for a majority of the year.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And on a potential like last throw of the season.
0: And it ended up yeah. being the last throw of the season. Yep. But
1: yeah. Um, so we don't have to really continue talking, but my word was <laughs> shit show. So I think yeah. we've explained that pretty well. Um and this the show is kind of built on looking forward. So um it's it's going to be Saturday by the time you're listening to this. So I'm I'm guessing you've all probably had enough of digesting of what happened last week. <laughs> so we gave our thoughts. So we're gonna move on to yeah, four I mean, questions looking at our
0: th- our three words sum it up perfectly. It was a fitting, embarrassing shit show. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. That was the game. Yep. <laughs> Um, so our first question, uh, looking ahead is as, as we know, it broke this morning we, we're recording this Thursday night. So if anything fucking crazy happens Friday, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, Nathaniel Hackett has been hired by the Browns, uh, to be our head coach. Browns. Did I say Browns? Yeah close enough there's three letters I'm like in my wordle brain it's like wordle is like taking over my head so it's like you know (laughs) yeah orange and you know just have another drink um uh, was hired by the Broncos and um this is obviously very interesting there's a lot of layers to this and we'll get to that in a few questions um but the first question is um instead of looking outward let's look inward um uh, Monty we'll start with you uh, who who do you think is going to replace Hackett um, within the Packers
0: so yeah I mean Mallor had already talked about if he goes somewhere they'll definitely want to replace him internally so your two obvious candidates are um, Getzi or Stenovich and who I think it's gonna be I I think it's going to be Stenovich and I want it to be Stenovich um, mm-hmm. not only because of the fact that, he was for he was Matt LaFleur's guy number one because they let go of James Campen, which we all as Packer fans are like, Oh my god, like the letting go of Campen. The- <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, <laughs> that, that's okay. We, we have dog cameos all the time. Um, but Campen, yeah, not only did he help this O line all year with all their injuries, um. But Stenovich has, you know, he's the run game coordinator, I believe, or part of it. And Rodgers has even said multiple times, and so has Matt LaFleur, that Adam Stenovich will jump in there during the week and suggest concepts or plays Mm -hmm. that they actually will go with. So not only does he obviously already have a great deal of experience with the offense and call and, you know, their process, but for me, it's more the fact that if, and we'll get into this later, if you don't have Aaron Rodgers there anymore, having a good offensive line is going to be even more important. So I think you keep that continuity, and I think you you give him that promotion.
1: Right. Um, see, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say want first before what I think is gonna happen because okay. what I want what I want to happen is also I agree with you, and and I'm gonna throw in the the point that Senovich was the run game coordinator. Yeah, and as we have learned, if it, like let's say Rogers leaves, like well, that's hypothetical, and just there's no, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. no support to back that up. I, whatever, right, yeah. there, there's no facts to support that that's going to happen. But, but let's say right he wrong, leaves the Packer, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, this is a very Lafleur has always valued the run game, and and obviously the offense. Or the offensive line is a big part of the run game is ginormous in the run game. And, um, obviously in the passing game too, but, but he was also the running game coordinator and you're talking about Jordan love may not be there yet. So if Rogers leaves for whatever reason, you have to build this offense around Jordan love, which means it's going to be very much reliant on you've got Aaron Jones on a, on still a friendly deal this coming season. And you've got AJ Dillon. This is going to be a run heavy offense. And you also have said Lafleur loves Josiah Aguara. He has said it over and over again, I, and and I think you, he's going to be in that kind of fullback tight end position. So you're talking very heavy run blocking. Like I just think Stenovic is, is way more valuable than well, I'm, I'm assuming what we're comparing is Roger or Lafleur alluded that it would be an internal hire. Yeah. So um, either him or Getsy. Right. Getze. And, and Getze was the passing game coordinator. And so if you, if there's any potential that Rogers leaves, cause they're going to have to probably make this decision before Rogers leaves or before Rogers makes a decision. Yeah. Um, so there is a potential that Rogers leaves um, or retires or whatever. And I would think that even just, outside of what Senevich has done on his resume versus Getz, if you want to go tick for tat, like, I just think that his, what he's brought is more valuable to LaFleur's offense in general. Um, What I think is going to happen. I don't know because (laughs) if, if Hackett is like, this is one of those things that we don't know what we don't know. And if Hackett is confident that they're getting Aaron Rodgers, Stenovich might be like fuck that, I'm going mm-hmm. to Denver. But if and that might be internal conversations that are ha- that are happening. So I think it's all dependent on how confident Hackett is because Stenovic if if it's a if it's a an offensive coordinator job wherever you go, why would you stay in green Bay with an, um, I don't know, quarterback when you could go with Rogers and potentially Devonte? We'll get to that in our, in one of our questions, but it, I think it's that like the layers to that of that are much more complicated of who right. is going to be that person. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I tend to lean more towards Stenovich because I think he, LeFleur has more, I mean, LeFleur's got more experience, Hackett's, Obviously, his only stint as head coach was, or offensive coordinator was with, or was he a head coach in Jacksonville? No, he's a coordinator. Coordinator, right? Right. He he, like he obviously got fired there, and you know Lafleur is obviously a head coach, so Stenovich might be feel more comfortable underneath um, Lafleur than Hackett, but I don't know. (laughs) Um, Sam, what do you think? I think it's Getzey. You think think so? For sure, Getsy.
2: I think just with like the history of the Packers and them being such a passing focused team, I think it just makes sense that they would just promote their quarterbacks coach. Um, Who's their wide receiver coach? Out of curiosity, I don't think it's going to be him, whoever it is, but.
0: I believe it's, um, you have the power of Google. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's, oh, Jason Brabel. Is he with the mic? I actually, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, let's see. It doesn't look like he is. Interesting. But that's a very unique class. That'd be
2: night. a weird. That'd be a Tennessee connection. Yeah. Um, well,
0: and the thing with the, and the thing with picking Getsy is, it's kind of unfortunate that so much of this stuff hinges on what's going to happen with Rogers mm-hmm. because. Oh, for sure. You know, let's say okay, his OC is now in Denver. If he wants to get traded in Denver. I mean, Hackett, that's, that's his Rogers current QB coach, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what better, what better package to bring with you to your new team than your quarterback and his QB coach. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I I could see, and like Aaron said, like, that's why this is going to have, this decision is going to have to be made way prior to what Rogers picks yeah, right. because you can't, you can't let what happens to him to determine what you do with your own team necessarily, mm-hmm. Um, now Rogers did tell us that, you know, this decision is going to come sooner or later. If you, you know, read the tea leaves, it's probably going to happen before they have to tag Adams because like all, how all that stuff works out. So the, the good thing is they, they've got two candidates that they would feel comfortable with keeping anyway. So it's one of those, you quote unquote, can't lose either way. You keep a guy that you're Mm -hmm. happy with.
2: Do you think if they pick one of these guys that the other one goes to
1: Denver?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I think think
1: they did say that Getzy was also on the list for Hackett Mm -hmm. of of it. So because
0: when Hackett goes, they offer either one of these two guys a promotion. Yeah. So if you're the guy that doesn't get promoted on the Packers, I'm not going to stay here because you didn't pick me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the guy I've already worked under. So.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a promotion either way. Like either one of them is like, so either you stay in your lower position or you get a promotion, like can't blame either one at that opportunity. And yeah, I mean, like I have said this, Cause I, at Monty's, as you've heard me say on the show, like I don't like to speculate about the off season, but one thing that I have said is like, I don't envy the people that have to make these decisions. God, not at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. And that's going back years. Like it's just yeah. these decisions of what to do with all of these players. And um, it's a business and it, you know, it's hard, especially cause we get emotionally attached. So and I, the, it's going to be really interesting how it plays out.
0: And the Hackett thing. I mean, obviously I, I love him on our team, um, but I'm, I'm really happy for him. And it wasn't like a, I don't no Packers fan should treat this as like a big blow. Like he was gone no matter what happened after this year. I mean, like he was, teams were sniffing around him last year. The offense was still extremely good. Mm -hmm. Fleur sings his praises all the time. Roger sings his praises all the time. Like he, he was going to be gone. So Just
2: like every other year, a Packers offensive coordinator is a head coaching candidate. This exactly. Is, right. It's inevitable.
0: Yeah, they, they're always going to get poached. So when I saw people today acting like, oh my God, I can't believe we lost Hackett. Like, there's no way you should have been shocked that that was going to happen.
1: Right. It was, um, I've used this, like. We kind of knew it was gonna happen, but it still is like sad, and you're kind of like still numb from everything, and you're just like, whatever, just keep piling on the like grief. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, I've used this comparison a lot. Are you guys Office fans? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so I, I've used this video. Like, I made it into a meme at one point. It's like when he comes back from Jamaica and he's got a steel drum that he loves so much, but then like the whole Jan situation happens that episode. Oh, right. And then like they run over his steel drum in the warehouse, and he's like. <laughs> But he's numb at that point because yep, he's he just, doesn't. like, not feeling anything. And it's, just like, yeah, you know, just another another thing to just, like, ruin my life. Like, fine. <laughs> like, that's exactly how I, like, compared to, like, this this Hackett news is, like, yeah. <laughs> like, of course that would happen this week.
0: <laughs> and I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he ended up in in Denver. Like, we can root for him from afar and for him to do well. You know what I mean? Like, I know, that the Bears and the Vikings were sniffing around him a little bit. Like, had he gone there? Like, mm-hmm nothing personal against him but there's no way you want him to be successful yeah. so at, least, at right. least this way you can enjoy his success
1: and part of me like kind of is happy for him that he's not going to jacksonville because they fired him like yeah kind I, of, he probably didn't field. deserve it right yeah he yeah, was, was. right 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 yeah right, yeah, right. <laughs> so i'm i'm happy that like he didn't end up having i mean i i there might have been a connection he might his part of him might want to go back there but i'm kind of happy that he doesn't have to be like I don't know. Cause it's like, it's, it's one of those things like, girl, you deserve better. like, yeah, like,
0: <laughs> like should, don't, should, don't go crawling back to
1: your ex. Like, like. not
0: have to, he shouldn't have to rebuild the bridge someone else burned. Right. Basically. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. You're going to be like my, my little conscience.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nobody wants that. <laughs> us, Does that drink more?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so it, It'll be interesting to see the next like week. And um I don't even know what the hell to prepare my emotions for. So we're just going to.
0: We won't be star for drama. That's.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> I was like, I was like, talking about it earlier today and I'm like, it's been like three, this will be the third off season in a row with just like unnecessary drama. Like, I yeah. wonder what other teams feel like. <laughs> where it's like. What does it feel like to be normal? Right. I would never know. <laughs> So, um, our third question, uh, second. second question, <laughs> I
0: was like, wait, maybe I missed one, but I don't think, no,
1: I I'm, <laughs> I was, I was thinking Denver, which our third question is about Denver. Oh, right. Um, so, uh, there's going to be a lot of movement this offseason. The Packers are like what? 46 million over the cap or 40, mm-hmm. 46 million, something like that over the cap for next season. And, um, there's a lot of moves that are going to be made. And we will get to Rodgers and Devontae later. But outside of those two, what player do you think that is either a cap casualty, um, someone that you, you, you think has a high chance of, of getting cut, um, or is a free agent or like a restricted free agent or or has the potential, like is not on the roster for next season? Um, do you think needs to be re signed by the Packers? Um, Sam, I'm gonna let you go first. Oh,
2: let's do it. Um, MVS, I think it's clear from last week's game Mm -hmm. that MVS was dearly missed. Um, Mm. no disrespect to Rodgers, no disrespect to Adams, but I think MVS would have caught that ball. Um, (laughs) yeah, I just he would have he would have opened so many doors not only for himself but for Devontae, obviously. Um, that's one less guy covering. But yeah, MBS, I think they need a, a deep threat. Um, you know, with all the receivers that could possibly be leaving, you want a guy who's familiar with the offense, with the coach, with Jordan Love, if Jordan Love is the guy that stays. <laughs> um, you want a guy that's got that familiarity. And I think MBS is the guy. No disrespect to Lazard, Tunyon. I think it's MBS.
0: Yeah. and I, oh, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I mean, for as inconsistent as he is and as frustrating as he can be sometimes, I mean, it is very noticeable when they get mm-hmm. matched up a team with a team that has a pretty like, cause the 49ers, they do not have decent corners. I mean, their, their starting corner got injured and he was a surprise scratch at the, for their when the inactives came out. So they tried to Josh Norman out there. So their secondary is not good, but Mm -hmm. their scheme defensively and the things they're able to do can make life hell on any offense. And MBS wasn't able, wasn't out there to take some of that attention away or just draw those guys deep down the field. And once Shanahan adjusted after that first, first drive or two and decided, okay, we're not letting Devontae Adams do this to us and just kick our ass the entire game. As soon as that happened, Uh, They had, they had no answer because nobody else could get any separation. They couldn't, you know, there were guys open, but apparently not open enough for Rodgers to trust it, to make the throws. So he brings way more to the offense than shows up on the stat sheet, Mm -hmm. which I had previously thought like, he's probably going to price himself out because teams value those deep threats. But yeah, I mean, maybe MVS is that guy that other teams look at and say like, Look, no receiver has left that team when Rodgers has been playing and has been anywhere close to what they were while mm-hmm. they were playing with him. So maybe they don't – there's not a team out there that's going to give them a $22 million-a-year deal.
1: Right. And and we, we kind of discussed this pre-show when we were kind of talking about it. Um, outside of Amari Rodgers, there's no wide receiver that is on – the roster for next year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Under contract for next season. And um, Sam, like you were saying, like the, like someone that knows the offense. Cause Amari Rogers didn't get like any snaps. And that has been something I've been confused about. And put, there's a potential that, you know, maybe he's been really bad in practice, but all he's mm-hmm. been doing is kick returns, like punt returns and it's, and kick returns. And like, his, yeah. It, and there's been no use of him really in the offense. So, how comfortable are we being like, yep, we got Amari Rogers? Right, yeah. Like, whatever My happens,
0: wide receiver two, like, no, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> right. But, but they don't even have a wide receiver one potentially. If yeah. Devontae doesn't, like, if they don't figure out the Devontae situation, like, they haven't, they have Amari Rogers. That's it. That's it. And <laughs> no
2: disrespect to Amari Rogers because, like, I mean, it also depends on who's throwing the ball. He could have a yeah. completely different chemistry with Jordan Love, exactly, right, and just blow everybody out of the
1: water. So, yeah,
0: you know, I well,
1: mean, well, in this... well, Cobb kind of like him and Cobb playing the exact kind of position and Cobb being like besties with Rogers. And obviously yeah. Cobb like being a veteran, like means that Amari probably lost a lot of snaps this season. As soon, and, as,
0: mm-hmm. soon as they signed Cobb, yeah, I everyone should have just counted this as a red shirt year for Amari Rodgers. because right. there's right. – there's, they're too they're too similar in what they want them to do in the offense for them both to play like so. literally
1: wasn't um amari's dad like Cobb's coach in college yeah. yep. like yep. literally the exact, like there's yeah. like such a connection there which yep. which is exciting for amari and i know everybody fucking hates him because his kick his punt returns <laughs> have, and kick returns have been like a fucking shit show and i get you it been, but i am I'm really excited to see what they could do with him in the offense. But unfortunately, like you said, there's nobody that knows the offense. Like how often is Amari getting snaps with Aaron Rodgers or like maybe Jordan Love? Like maybe like you said there'll be a chemistry there, but what if Aaron Rodgers is back next season? The like yeah. Rod- and and somehow Devontae isn't like Rodgers needs somebody.
0: I mean, to be honest, I even before, you know, Cobb was was brought in, I figured that What Amari was going to get a lot of on offense would have been like, he'll be like the Tyler Irvin guy. Like they're going to use him a lot Mm -hmm. on sweeps, put him in motion a lot. And they didn't even really do that once. They did it like twice all season, I think. (laughs) So, I mean, like to to say he can't play or can't work in this offense, like nobody can say that because there's Mm -hmm. just not even close to enough of a sample size where you can look at him. And say, like, well, he can't get it done. So. But they're right. saying
2: it. They're saying it all oh, over. Of course time. they are. Oh, yeah. He's a bus. He, yeah. A bust. You
1: know what the same like, people that like fucking say, yeah, they took the like word <laughs> yeah. right out of my mouth. I was like, yep. it's the same fucking people that said uh Rashawn Gary was a bus. Literally had a guy that would pop up into my mentions every time I tweet about Rashawn Gary, this guy would show up and be like, Yeah, he's a bus. Well, a what bust. I don't get I mean, I haven't I haven't heard from him in months because you know <laughs> <I wonder> why. <laughs> but
0: yeah. Like what I don't get is like I get like being frustrated, but like, if you, you know, not to borrow the annoying sports term, but like you have to trust the process of how they do this stuff because look what they did with Gary. They already Mm -hmm. had, they had already spent money on both Smiths. They Mm -hmm. took Gary and said like, okay, this is the young guy that we want to mold to be exactly like these two guys. So you bring Randall Cobb back. Now you have a young Randall Cobb that you want to end up being just like Randall Cobb was like, you have to give it a little bit to play out. That's it.
1: Right. And well, and, and it, cause it's unfortunate because everybody thinks that like Micah Parsons is a freak of nature and is an oh, anomaly. Yeah. And, and, yep. and like, even though they were picked to the same, like they were both the 12th, the 12th pick in the draft, like people compare, like, not that they compare now, but like, that's what people expect is Immediate Micah Parsons. Impact. And that's not, normal no. and so Rashawn Gary yeah like coming like it's it's gonna it takes some time and I think that you know Amari Rogers is still like I'm I'm excited to see what can happen but yeah I mean like, if,
0: if they didn't spend that money on both Smiths I don't think they take Rashawn Gary right right in, at, at pick 11 like I think right. they do go with somebody that is, is more immediately immediate? ready mm-hmm. and they you don't have to kind of develop and like have a right. project of a guy that's hyper athletic
1: Right. It's almost like Goot actually knows what the fuck he's doing.
0: Believe it or not, he's paid to do this. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like the people on Twitter that have, yeah. <laughs> you know, negative six followers that seem to there, there know everything. A,
0: there was a thread a couple of years ago, and I don't know remember where it is now, but somebody took like the general consensus of like, and I don't know, this wasn't a Packers fan, but it was a different team. They took like the general consensus of what their fans wanted them to do in the draft over like a five year period. Versus what they actually did, and it was just flat hilarious.
1: I need, I need that for like Packers, it, it. was, it was an absolute. We'd have Jake Kumaro, wide receiver one. <laughs> Jeff Janis, wide receiver two. Every year, yep, great right. man. That would be hilarious. I need somebody to do that. Um. All right. Well, we've spent a lot of time on this one, but let's um. I'm gonna go with mine next, okay? Um, because Monty, I think yours yours is um, a little more widely accepted, but um, I am gonna go with Razul Douglas, and I know that seems they've got a lot of corner depth right now, or they did,
0: which is crazy,
1: right? Which I mean,
0: from where we were three years ago,
1: right? As someone that like a DBs is like my weakness, like mm-hmm. I love DBs, um. I like this was like pornographic for me this season, but um, <laughs> but I, I think they need Russell Douglas. Um, I, I think he's good for the locker room. He wants to be there. Like he even said, like in in his like postseason interview or whatever his exit interview. Like someone said, like what would it take for you to come back to the Packers? He's like they'd ask. Like I think he wants to be here. That was
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like, did you see that it was Katie Sunderman who um, posted the video of um, when he was with the Panthers yes. and Roger said, I love gold. And you yeah. saw Doug was smiling. So and I was like, no, I like got I, chills watching it. I'm like, I've watched it like 50 times. Like, because like, I'm like, he wants to be a Packer. Like he yeah. wants to be here. And I'm hoping that they can figure it out because they have, the Packers are so good at that. Like finding guys that have the personality because Um, no offense to anybody that lives in green Bay, but Rogers had a point when he said people aren't coming here. Like, it's not a tourist place. Like it's cold. Like there there's like, you don't have skyscrapers. You don't have like the best restaurants in the country. You don't have a, you don't have nightlife. Right. Like, like there's not, I mean, I mean, it's, it's not a tourist attraction unless you're there for the Packers, which right. is a hell of a tourist attraction if you're there for the Packers. But outside of that, it's not something someone is just saying like, I'm going to, if I want to go anywhere in the country, I'm going to go to green Bay. Like Rogers had a point with that. And, you know, they're so good at finding people that are like, we are okay with that. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest example is AJ Dillon has mm-hmm. been, has owned being a packer, and I'm like, this need this man needs a lifetime contract, the door yeah. county mayor, key to the city. yeah got it, like
0: if you want that, to talk about someone that has embraced Wisconsin, yes, like, that doesn't get any any better than that example
1: right. and And that is how I feel like Russell Douglas is not outwardly that way, but I feel like he's he's happy here. And oh, yeah. And and I just think that that is so good. And plus, like, they're not going to have Kevin King next year. Okay, I know Kevin King, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he sucks. But he actually had, like, a good fucking season. Um, I know he he did struggle with more injuries. But the great thing is you didn't really notice when he had an injury because they had the depth at corner. So Kevin King is probably not going to be on the team next year. Um, So who could you fill it with? Roswell Douglas, who is probably better than Kevin King. But – Is imagine Razul Douglas, Eric Stokes, and Jair Alexander. For an
0: entire season instead of literally one game.
1: Right, (laughs) right, right. Where Jair was recovering from a shoulder injury. And like, I, I just think that that is too good of a secondary. I mean, when was the last time the Packers had a secondary that deep?
0: I mean, this is the best secondary they've had, I would say, probably since that twenty fourteen team. Yeah. Which is where most Packers fans would agree the last time we had what you would consider to be a very good defense. Right. So I mean, yeah, we've we've seen what a great trio of corners can do Mm -hmm. for for this defense.
1: Right. And combined, cause the, cause the thing is, is like, they've always either had a good pass rush or a good secondary. Right. And now, you, right. And now better. you have both, as we saw this past weekend, even with Jair and Zedarius and, and merciless, not really contributing that much on defense. They were so like good at the pass rush and they were so good. in, in the secondary, they held the offense to six fucking points. Like you need Russell Douglas back.
0: Mine is, and it's in that same vein. Um, I'm gonna go with Devondre Campbell, uh, only because, <laughs> right?
1: Like, that I, was I mean, the most obvious. People are probably like <laughs> super mad that we yeah, didn't say those, but like, he picked it first. He he opened his mouth first.
0: People are just gonna show. like hit, hit the 15 second skip on this because everybody's <laughs> like, Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, but you, you talked about Rasul Douglas being a guy that finally got a chance to shine in a mm-hmm. system. I mean, that is. Devondre Campbell to a T I mean he even he went back down memory lane this year and posted like he posted on Instagram a few years ago he's like I'm going to be one of the best defensive players in the NFL like just wait bounced around from two different teams said he finally got to be Batman in a scheme instead of Robin and they you know this Joe Barry system unlocked his potential so now I will I will say that he's probably not thinking the same as Douglas is like yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd be fine to sign for a little more than the vet minimum. Like I would expect him to want to get paid.
2: He deserves um,
0: it. Yeah. Right. He absolutely deserves it. I mean, for real, I mean like for him to be a first team, all pro linebacker, like we have not seen that ever. Like, right. I think, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, that was unbelievable to see someone perform at that level week after week after week and like be a strong point in the defense every game and I think he made so much of an impact, not only on the locker room, but obviously on the field. Like I, you can't not, you can't not bring him back
2: losing Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander for the majority of the season, him like stepping in and just like, he was an immediate leader. Yeah. It was clear. Like you could see it on the field. He was leading. Wasn't, didn't he have the, headset or whatever in his yeah yeah. He, yeah
0: he was he was he was wearing the green you dot don't do that and... to
2: a guy who's been with the team for a few weeks like that's yeah crazy right. He's and so good.
0: He, he was like all year he had been kind of like one of the more fascinating stories just because we kept hearing shit out of training camp like oh man like Campbell is like lighting it up like mm-hmm. players like singing his praises the coaches won't shut up about him but we don't see stuff from camp very often right like, they, you know the Packers super conservative with what people can like put out there on Twitter as far as practice videos so the first time we even saw him was week one where they got absolutely destroyed <laughs> so you're like that this didn't happen was, yeah this guy was supposed <laughs> was to be like amazing yeah like I I don't see what I was reading all summer long and then right. from there just Took off so
1: well, and and it was crazy because they cut Kamal Martin,
0: and yes. everyone
1: was like, was
0: "Whoa, yeah!"
1: Everyone was terrified. I, me yeah. included. I was like, Kamal Martin was like our linebacker of the future, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, and for them to make that decision, like, and we obviously heard Devondre Campbell, but even everybody was so skeptical. They were like what could they know about this guy after just a few weeks that they could cut a, a mean, position that they don't have much depth at, that they don't have much like right. that they don't do well at. Like this is their, always been their biggest weakness.
0: Cause to and, do, to, I was just gonna say to do what he did all year next mm-hmm. to a guy, you know, Chris Barnes, I like Chris Barnes probably more than most Packer fans do, but mm-hmm. he's still an undrafted second year guy. Right. That, you know, like, so Campbell is, doing a lot of work next to him. So to be able to perform at that level next to an undrafted second year player. And like, they had a solid lineback, solid linebacking core all year. I mean, that's not a coincidence.
1: Right. Well, and for what it's worth, the three of us all agreed that was Devondre was number one, but oh, you yeah. said it I first. Right so first. we had to <laughs> pick other ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why <laughs> Um, because I, I, mean, I think that was, it's the most obvious, but I, I also just think that there are, as we went through this, this question of like, there are some gems that they probably should like focus on that might not be super expensive that they could, that are just detrimental. But yeah, Campbell mm-hmm. is just a no brainer in my opinion, if, if they can get that done ASAP, I mean, we'll get,
0: it, I was going to say, we'll get into a little bit later. Um, why each of the, like, I'll touch on specifically like why I think they have to bring him back because mm-hmm. like depending on what happens in the future, I mean, there's not a possibility that you can bring all three back unless certain things happen. So.
1: Right. And, and I think it, it hopefully if anything, um, Campbell has finally like drilled into the head of the Packers of how important the linebacker position is. Right. Cause I, I mean, even after, um you know the the bucks killed us with their linebackers twice last season um the packers didn't draft a linebacker and i think everybody was kind of surprised um because of how much like just how they completely obliterated that offense and Mm -hmm. um so hopefully this is like so everyone was like okay what the fuck we just got like humiliated and (laughs) you don't think that's important like you don't think that like you don't understand why and um and, and hopefully Devondre has actually like emphasized of how important this position is. Cause I think he completely turned this yeah. off. You can't,
0: you can't prioritize everything. And right. not to say, you know, that the Packers have never cared how good their inside linebackers are or anything, but right. clearly they've never prioritized it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, it may, who knows, Justin Fields might work out to be really good, but the Bears can never find a quarterback. <laughs> the The Packers have never been able to find like a great linebacker. Meanwhile, the Bears have dynamite mm-hmm. linebackers all the time. Right. So the fact that I'm not going to say he fell into your lap because obviously the scouting staff and Goody clearly did their homework, mm-hmm. but you found a dude on the street that's this good. Like there's no way you can just be like, all right, well, Yep. That was lucky. So we got thanks for the rental. Yeah. Thanks for the one year. And now (laughs) like, we'll just go back to the way we used to do things. Like, I don't think. Right. And,
1: and I think, I mean, assuming, I I don't think there's any doubt Joe Barry is going to be the defensive coordinator next year. Um, The reason that the Devondre said, like the whole, the whole controversy he actually cleared up recently was everybody said, nobody wanted him. And he's like, actually a lot of people wanted me. I picked the Packers because I wanted a scheme where I could be more flexible. I would have more control um, that I could kind of do what I, my instincts he could play off of his instincts, which we've learned are pretty damn good. So I, I would, I'm hoping that that's um, attractive and that that might save the Packers a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would think that after that performance against the 49ers that he'd be like, I kind of want to play for this defense. Yeah. Kind of fun, yeah. <laughs> but we'll see, I guess. <laughs> All right. So question number three, finally, as we're there, um, (laughs) is uh, Sam, this was this was your question. This was my question. It
2: was raised to me today. Just someone brought it up randomly on Twitter and I was
1: like, that's a that's a thought. Yeah. So who do we think is more likely to be on the to be the quarterback of the Broncos next season? Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers?
2: I honestly don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think it's an interesting thought to, you know, think about like, what if this has been their plan the whole time is to bring Jordan love to Denver. I mean, obviously this team wants to find their quarterback of the future and yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, but you're only going to get him for
1: three, four years. Right. I, I, don't I think my gut says, High, it's a higher chance of Aaron Rodgers I
2: agree I, I agree right I would, right I just,
1: but but it's still like is not like where they're like we're not going to be Aaron Rodgers but we'll give you um his protege the
2: guy that we like, believed in right the, the guy that has, has been sitting in.
1: behind him for two weeks for two years and like you, we're not going to get the haul back for him but if we keep Aaron Rodgers that's a haul enough but we mm-hmm. can get either um a high like a is it higher or lower round pick? I higher.
0: <laughs> I think it would be higher. You never know right? how to like high, well, higher,
1: but h- but, higher right, but you think about the higher pick, but you think yeah. of like higher is the higher number, so that's right, why it yeah. confuses me. But like a second <laughs> or third round pick, you know, as opposed to a couple first rounders. But you still retain Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the only issue is, and we're at this this Brett Favre point of. What's Rogers going to do? Is he going to retire? Right? It's miserable. But the Packers are thinking that of like, even if we retain Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck do we do next season? Like that's what they were thinking last season. Mm -hmm. This then the year before that because I know everyone wants to say why the fuck do we draft Jordan Love and people still say that even when Rod because Rogers is about to win his second MVP. Well if you look at Rogers in the 2019 season compared to the last two seasons, completely different kind of yep. player, yep. Um, completely different attitude, completely different play style. And a lot of that, you could contribute So potentially he didn't know the offense. He was uncomfortable yeah. and put into a weird situation. But if you look at breeze, you look at Manning, their declines were very rapid. And it so I'm sure the Packers panicked. The they were bit, like hard to watch. Right. Yes. Like, Right. Like, like the only time I've ever enjoyed that kind of decline is watching Ben Roethlisberger decline that way. <laughs> like, like that's the only time it's ever been enjoyable, but everything else has been like a train wreck. Can't look away, but don't also want to look. So I think they were like, this might be that. Cause we've seen signs of this from all these aging quarterbacks of mm-hmm. it happens quickly. And you know they were wrong, you know, because Rogers made a comeback. And who knows what the chicken or the egg? What happened? If that mm-hmm. motivated Rogers or whatever, but um, I, I think this, the question is still like: Is Rodgers done? Is does he have another year? And there's always the argument of the what the Packers do is is they did it with Jordy, and people were pissed of year too early or a year too late. Yeah, and you much rather do the year too early if you can trade them because you're going to get those assets back. Right. But uh, so that being said, that's why I think it's more likely that Rogers will be Mm -hmm. playing for the Broncos. I, I, well, we'll get to that in in our next question of what I think is going to happen. But I think of the likely of who's going to be the Broncos quarterback, I think it's going to be, if I had to, if I had a gun to my head and said, one of these two is going to be the the quarterback, it, I'm going to say Rogers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I obviously I'm, I'm going to pick Rogers too. And part of it is nobody knows more than LaFleur and Hackett and Goody, whether or not Jordan Love can play. Um, but the fact that they, if you're a hack it, you're not going to not take the two-time MVP with you. Exactly. If you've got a chance to do yeah. it, you know what I mean? And how do you, how do you sell, you know, cause the Broncos are about to get a new owner. I don't think they found one yet. Yeah. Um, but like their, their team's up for sale right now. Like, how do you get a new owner? get a new head coach and then sell to your fan base. Oh, well, we're not going to bring Rodgers. We're going to bring his backup. In. He's <laughs> only played six quarters in the NFL and hasn't shown anything yeah. highlight worthy. You know what I mean? So yeah. He's... I mean
2: the, my first thought I like, I totally agree with you. I, my first thought this morning when I saw that Hackett was hired was, Oh my God, the Broncos are so desperate. <laughs> like this is <laughs> why are you t- so obsessed with Rodgers? there. Like, yeah. They just, um, uh...
0: And you know the, it's they Rogers, they they think. are in a good spot because yes this is a blatant pandering Aaron please come to us attempt mm-hmm. but it's fine that they're doing that because he's a damn good coach and he's been oh, one yeah. of the hot he's been one of the hot names for two years so it's an easy sell versus just remember when Maliflor got hired everyone was like oh it's because you know he had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay once right like <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not that scenario like Hackett is proven he can do it yeah for a while now and run a good offense
2: and the players love him
0: yeah had the
2: they, that he got today after he yeah. was announced everyone loves him yeah
0: he's, he he's super beloved.
1: beloved well and and like it's that it, it's like that you made the right decision for the wrong reasons kind of thing. yeah like uh, you yeah. said like yeah mm-hmm. like it's a hundred percent trying to lure rogers there no and, one will blame
0: uh, them for picking hackett Right, regardless of what happens with right
1: right but it's right but like do they know like you know do they value it because again like nobody hired Hackett last year and there there were kind of some people want like thinking but did he
2: interview with anyone last year I know the coaches and the organization Um, can block it I thought last year from interviewing
1: yeah, maybe. I think he got blocked from, like, the Vikings or something the, last year. It might have
2: been the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars wanted him back last year, too.
1: It was something. Like, there was definitely something.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But, I I mean, it, it's definitely – I think they made the right decision whether or not it was for the right reasons or not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm questionable on that. Like, I'm sure it's 100% sh- – to Lore Rogers and Adams it's hard
0: I, I can't look up whether or not he had anything last yeah. year because anything I, I searched is just all shit from right this week, today
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or yeah the last week yeah my
0: I, Google foo is not strong enough right, right
1: well somebody tweet one of us and let us know if you recall that or not um I but- hope he
2: does well though He's got he's got his work cut out for him in
1: that division. Right. Yeah, I, I hope mean, he can really figure out how to make it work with. Yeah, you, you um, aren't Drew coaching,
0: Locke. you aren't coaching against Matt Nagy and, and the ghost of Mike Zimmer and a kneecap biter and Dan Campbell anymore. Like right. well, I love Dan
2: Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. Dan I too. I'm so I did,
1: rooting yeah. for him. The players I, seem to love him. Like, yeah. As
2: soon as the Lions are good, I will stop. But for now, go they, lions. I, <laughs> I mean, right, right. You
0: could tell in every game even if they were getting blown out that they were fighting their ass off. And that's every
2: almost every game came down right. to like a last minute field goal or a last yeah, minute. I mean, that's,
0: that's a sign that you're like, your players are buying into what you're selling. Cause they were not a, you know, like every team going into a Lions game, you think you're going to win it, but there were very few games where they made it, you know, a cakewalk. Yeah. Right. And that's with a decimated roster with a team that they've admitted, we're going to suck for two years while we rebuild right (laughs) like they did not give any illusion that like oh no we think we're going to be in you know we're going to be in contention this year
1: right yeah all right so our fourth question
0: the rant question
1: this is this is and it's funny we're already like way behind on time um so this might be a long episode it might be a little might be a little long where's my hey phrasing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's my ex it's definitely not going to be too long but um it's a two-parter question um and there are monty presented to us or me and sam earlier today or the other day of um four scenarios for for the packers we we said we were holding off on the rogers and Devontae speculation and here you go um is there's there's four scenarios rogers and Devontae stay in green Bay uh number two they both leave green bay uh number one roger stays and Devonte leaves or number four Devonte stays rogers leaves mm-hmm. so two-parter question the first is what do you think is going to happen and the second is what do you want to happen Um, I don't (laughs) want to go first. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, you go
2: first. first. (laughs) Okay. So what I think is going to happen, I really don't know. What I think is going to happen is either they both stay or they both leave. I don't think you get one without Mm -hmm. the other. They love each other so much. Like you can tell just every, um, press conference, every post game interview, they just rave about each other. So I think either get them both or you lose them both. What I want to have them. Okay. Like, obviously I want to keep both of them. Right. Right. But like secretly I kind of want Devante and Rogers can just like, go <laughs> his life out. I have been such a Devonte Adams Stan. Like mm-hmm. since he was in college, I have believed in this man and everyone told me I was crazy after that second year slump. And I was like, no guys
1: start Janice.
2: <laughs> he just, he is, he's, don't crucify me, but he is the best wide receiver the Packers have ever had. Like
0: I agree, no, I agree I, with you. He is
2: so talented. His footwork is—I could watch it all day long. Like he is—he's right. one of those rare Packers receivers. Pornographic. No matter what, right. yes, yeah, pornographic. No matter what team he goes to, he's going to be the best receiver in the league. He could be right. coming with Jared Goff. He could be playing yeah. Carson Wentz and put up these crazy numbers. Right, I Adams on the Packers.
0: Dude right. balled out with Brett Hundley.
2: Right. Yes. That, <laughs> that is, is his that introduction is, to like being elite. Like that's when we knew he was elite. Was with well, Brett. Yeah.
1: right. And and I that's like a big thing of people with like Jordy Truthers and like I love Jordy. Like he was amazing to watch, fun to watch. But you know, there the that was what lost him his job. His contract with the Packers what? was. He disappeared with Hunley. And it, they were like, oh, yep. if Adams had maybe disappeared with Hunley, they'd be like, oh, well, Hunley just sucks. But yeah. Devontae balled out. And it was like, oh, Jordy's done. Like it was really yeah, their chemistry that was keeping that, his, his stats up and his contract. Like, yeah, it was, it was time. So piggybacking off of that, um, I I think what I think is gonna happen, I think they're both gonna stay. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's hopeful, but I don't even know if that's hopeful because I don't even know if that's what I want. Because I, I mentioned to both of you today and I said, I'm at this, I don't give a fuck stage. Yeah, Do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. I just want to get it over with. Yeah. Um, it, because this is the third year in a row that we have had drama with with Rogers and the Packers and it's not necessarily Rogers instigating it, but Rogers has had a lot of drama during the season um, around him. And because, because I'm, I'm, I'm very much of like, say whatever you want to say. Like, if that's you being your truth, like live your truth, like whatever. But also at the same time, like he's mouthing off about stuff days before this playoff game. And it's like, you're creating a narrative that isn't there because you feel like you're somehow a victim in a situation and it's whether or not you are like, it has nothing to do with football. And I mean, you're you're giving
0: people a reason to want you to fail.
1: Right. And it, and it becomes hard to defend you when you're like, you you put up a fucking shitter of a game. Like it, it, I I'm just sick of all of it. Like I like, I'm, I'm I'm sick of the, because this has been an issue for actually a long time. Um, it, back before he signed his contract extension in what was it 2015 it was he hates the front office yeah Yeah. like whenever that 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 final contract extension happened before this more recent one before goot took over it was like 2015 he hates the packers 2018 (laughs) he hates the packers and then again he hates the packers like i i I just i'm like i just I don't want to hear about it anymore. And I know that's selfish because it's, he's probably the best option for the Packers at quarterback right now, because they don't know what they have in Jordan love. But at the same time, I'm like, off seasons are exhausting. I was so excited about last year's draft and this completely, this drama, just complete, it. It, <laughs> I was, because it was a great draft too. Yeah, It, it was, was so much, yeah. such a fun draft and it wasn't fun and it yeah. was awful. And so so there's this part of me that's like, I don't care. Do whatever you need to do. Both parties. Don't give a shit. Like, I'm just so checked out of, of this relationship between Rogers and the front office. And I know, Monty, I've talked about, like people have, or we've, we've said, like, what do you think we, we had a spaces where people were like, what do you think is going to happen to them? And I'm like, I don't know, because like, there's so much that's going to happen. And also like we're focused on this season. And now that the season's over, I'm still like, I don't know, like it, whatever <laughs> happens, happens. I mean, the best case scenario is probably they both stay because you're talking about the arguably one of the a top three quarterback in the league. Like if you were to start a team or have a team for a season, Rogers would be in the top three conversation to start a team with and then the best wide receiver in the league. So it's probably better if your team's there, but if they don't stay like, or if Rogers isn't there, Oh, okay. Like it is what it is. Like there's been so much drama. It's almost a relief off your shoulders. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. But, but Devonte, I think is, is, is more valuable because Absolutely. of going even back to what we talked about there's not a wide receiver on the roster outside yeah, of Amari Rodgers for next season.
0: Yeah. And if you don't have 12, then right, you give you need your, the best your young guy right. a, a huge safety blanket, right? And and the best wide receiver in the game. Right. Um, so I'm gonna crack my knuckles here because I'm gonna go on a gonna, I'll do my rant. Right.
1: Go take a nap. Just
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll start, I'll start by what mm. I think is going to happen. I agree. I think. They are both going to be back. I feel the reason I think that's going to happen is Matt LaFleur really, for the first time, came right out and spoke on behalf of the triangle of power that they have all around and said, like, all of us want him back. Like, we are in lockstep. That's a huge priority. That's what we want. Previously, it's been him talking as a coach. Like, he gives me the best chance to run this team, blah, blah, blah but he came out and said, we all want him back. So because of that, I think that it's impossible for you to think you're going to bring Rogers back and then not pay Adams. Um, we, we heard a bunch of reports that early this week. I, I know specifically like Ian Rappaport said Adams, isn't going anywhere. Like they absolutely have a plan lined up where they can pay him what he wants. Mm-hmm. So that I was think, big. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think they're going to run it back. Um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. What I want to happen is, and this might be in the realm of...
1: <laughs> Someone, he, her dog objects
0: <laughs> he, yeah he, he is choking at the thought of bringing these guys back um,
1: you know what maybe he's just mocking aaron rogers the- <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry please don't hate me don't cancel so, me
0: <laughs> like this like this might be in the realm of a hot take but i i want them to move on and they like specifically from the standpoint of what we already talked about was you've worked these last three years into building a good defensive core. It's also a young defensive core. It's not like you went out and signed a bunch of old guys like JJ Watt or Stefan Gilmore or something mm-hmm. like that. Like you've got young stud defensive players and you've worked this hard to build a defense and you've worked on having a deep as hell offensive line. You've got two great running backs. Um, so I don't want to lose that in lieu of mm-hmm. trying to run it back one more time because anyone listening and anyone listening, go ahead and send me a DM if you disagree with this. If you guys disagree with this, speak up. But this was this team was the best chance mm-hmm. in the entire Rodgers era, I believe, to win a Super Bowl.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not only because the roster was the strongest, but how many times have we heard, well, if we could just get a home championship game or home playoff game with
1: the defense and yeah. a defense no. that, the defense held them to six
0: yeah. points, no touchdowns right so you had that you had full stands again it was actually mm-hmm. cold as shit like you had legit mm-hmm. everything in front of you and now this doesn't mean that I think Aaron Rodgers is no longer good it doesn't mean that I think he's no longer the best quarterback in the league mm-hmm. I just think that Every, you know, every player has weird quirks and weaknesses. And I really do think that, you know, to kind of go all the way back to the beginning of the show about something that happened in the game. I really do think that as soon as Mercedes Lewis fumbled, Aaron Rodgers was like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Like I, cause the the rest of the game, he basically only targeted Aaron Jones and Adams. Like Mm -hmm. that was it. They both had over 10 targets and guys like Cobb who, why else is he on this team if Roger doesn't trust him he got targeted once
2: i'm right. so angry
1: about that. <laughs> Well, the know. the the only excuse that that i can give for on cobb's behalf Absolutely. is is um we talked about this Monty when, when we found out about Cobb's injury, Mm -hmm. Um, Lazard had the same injury last year and it took him a long time to be back to normal. That's a Um, weird thing. to Right. Even when like Lazard came back, I think seven weeks later, and this is around the time when, Cobb came back yep. around the same time, but Lazard was not the same for no. another three or four weeks. So the that's tough... my only excuse for Cobb. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, then put someone else in. Put right. yeah, I like Amari like in. Point, if Cobb, that's like right.
0: Cobb played a lot of snaps and he ran a ton of routes. Right. So for him to only be targeted once, I targeted. Think just, right. Yeah, right. I think it's malpractice. But I mean, I like, like I said, I don't, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't good or he's not one of the best in the league. I just think that I think what you want to happen depends on whether or not you think that this team can win it. Yeah. And the fact that they had all this in front of them and everything going their way and they didn't, I mean, they didn't even get to where they've been the last couple of years in the, to the championship game. So I just, I don't think that it's in the cards for this group to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a not willing to, like I said, lose a young defensive core and B, I don't want to end up anywhere near like where the Steelers and the Falcons are, where you just keep trying to run it back one more year yeah. and now they're in QB purgatory and they don't have shit to show for it. So the fact that you're going to get a big haul from Aaron Rodgers, right, that's where it starts. Right. So if Rodgers is gone to first, whatever, whatever draft capital hall you want to put on that deal, you're going to get a lot of picks out of it. If you don't have Rodgers, I don't nest. I think Adams deserves and should get paid what he wants that 25 right. to 30 mil a so. year. Yeah. He's going to be 30. This will be his last big contract in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Go get paid. Like I love him. He's He's probably been my favorite Packer the last pretty much the last five or six years.
2: Although it's becoming a little bit more common for players to take like two year deals, like an NBA style. Yeah. Thing.
0: And, and he be, could right? very
2: well do like a one or two year deal with the Packers come back and then just go when Rodgers retires.
0: Yeah. Right? Because I mean, I, I would love to have Jordan love throw passes to Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about, you know, Sam earlier that Jordan love, they don't really know what they've got in him yet.
2: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And you won't ever know unless he actually plays. So the fact that they have whatever they have on him as their evaluation, plus giving him a full season's worth of starts, like with coaches at the level, like Matt LaFleur and the rest of his offensive staff, that should be more than enough for them to determine whether or not they think he can do it. Mm -hmm. If it didn't work and he's not good, guess what? You've got some pretty damn good. And I think Denver's got the ninth pick, like Mm -hmm. you've got a great pick to maybe find the next guy. Mm -hmm. And if Jordan Love is good, well, guess what? That's exactly what you planned for. What you can't do is be unsure about him and you've given up all this other stuff. And now you have a weak defense around him because without a good defense, that quarterback's not going to succeed. It's just it just won't happen,
1: right? We've seen that already in the playoffs with yeah. Aaron Rodgers, and and I and I think another because because there's so many layers to this, like there are just an abundance of them. Like because you also talk about Rodgers, part of the deal, or I recall when Rodgers agreed to come back to the Packers was he would have some sort of say in where he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the what comes into play is does he even want to go to Denver where he is going to have to face Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes twice a year even and the Carr. Raiders like no with Derek Carr, right like does does he want that like because I mean he he's great at what he does but he's getting older um you you know he can't really you know if you were to start a team with Mahomes or Rogers I think everybody is going to pick Mahomes <laughs> at this point um so I, I I he can't really keep up with the young the, the road young to pup. the Super
2: Bowl is much harder in the AFC West than it is in the NFC West. even
1: just you and you and the and the sentence at the AFC yes like and yeah. yeah. I don't know so right I was I was talking about this with someone and what team in the NFC has a good, enough, high enough draft pick? Because, because you have to take into account. This is something I said last year. So everyone thought he was going to be traded, and I, I said last year, no, he's not going to be traded. Yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna retire or he's gonna sit on the bench all year because nobody has a high enough pick, or because the pick, the draft was over. Like they, but, they're yeah. not getting a low draft pick, and he's automatically going to at least jump. Your draft pick, ten to fifteen picks. Right. Like there, there's no. So who, who in the NFC has a low enough traffic that is looking for a quarterback? Giants just came out and said they're they're set with Daniel Jones. That's the only team in the NFC that I think the Packers would feel comfortable with trading him to. Well, actually,
0: I don't think they would because they're not going to. Are they going to get in return? Well they're not gonna trade them to any team that they're going to play soon. And right. I think I think we play the NFC East next year. Yeah. So yeah. No, Giants no. Like right. it's just not they're not gonna do that to themselves. But and, even so,
1: what other team, what other yeah. team in the NFC is oh, shitty enough? Hands-
0: yeah. <laughs> but they're
1: not going to trade him within the, right, but right. they're not going to no. trade him within the division. That's what shitty I... NFC team. They're not going to trade him to Washington because they're they're tough enough. The Eagles are tough enough that they yeah. could be a contender. Like there is no other NFC team Atlanta that they would trading? trade him to. It but at least like, that with Matt they Ryan. Can't...
0: They can't aff- Yeah, they can't afford to understand
1: of that. that. That's right. a whole other right.
0: And, that, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, right. I don't, I don't want be to be the Falcons or the Steelers.
1: Right, but it has to be the AFC. And do you think Rogers? Like, that's the other thing is everyone says like, oh, the Packers could do this, but does Rogers want? Ro- they said that Rogers has some sort of say in this. And he's is Rogers going to want to to be part
2: of a rebuild, so he's right. not going to go to a bad AFC team. So his right. It would so, be Denver, but that just doesn't I've,
1: make but sense. But with all the division and even within, even within, if you, if he's like the Steelers were the other team that came up or the Browns, but yeah. okay, he's going to have to face Joe Burrow twice a year. Exactly. And Lamar ja- Lamar exactly. Jackson twice a year.
0: Yeah. His, his path won't be any easier than it right. is. Every team in our division is rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Right. We know right. the line Lions are in year two of a rebuild. The bears New coach, new GM. The, the Vikings, new coach, new GM. They're like close, though. this, like this division is unstable right now. Like right. it is a cakewalk for the Packers to win the division. That's why right. I think if he does want to get traded, I don't think it's because he sees his chance to win a Super Bowl better somewhere else. Like right. that's just not the case. If he right. wants to get traded, it's because he realizes that like he might just need a fresh start mm-hmm. and maybe he wants a challenge, but he just needs a change of scenery. I just, no and I just can don't sell that.
1: think at this point, because he's talked so much about legacy that, that he would be willing to sacrifice a challenge versus like a potential to run it back. And, and that's the big thing for me is because you talk even about the Broncos is they're going to have to give up their number nine pick, which could be right. huge in the short term for an aging quarterback and God knows what, like what the Packers are going to ask for. Packers, or I, Judy, want
2: or or I want Cortland Sutton. Right. Yeah. If, if, if you're, guys.
0: if you're like talking about Denver, like I think it starts at, you're going to get two firsts, mm-hmm. maybe a second or a third, right? right. So like, you're going to have, so two firsts, a second or a third, but you're for sure going to get back one of the really good young players on a rookie deal so you're talking right. about at least you're one of them right you're talking about judy you're talking about certain right you're talking about like i don't i'm not sure if bradley chubb already got paid so but like a guy like bradley chubb to replace right. like is a darius smith who we said mm-hmm. is probably gone but right. i mean what it really comes down to in general like we're gonna have obviously we're going to have a split fan base over this shit and people are gonna you know, go crazy, but like
1: Packers, Twitter,
0: no. They're going to push
2: death upon us. Like the, the thing that <laughs> like we say,
0: the thing that was like a total standout, which like sums it up perfectly is like, I saw that Sam, you said something like you've only known the Packers being really good. So you're like afraid. Right. That's what it is. People are so bad. afraid
2: of like people yeah. making fun of them because they've never had that before. Right. Like, right.
0: right. I'm personally, I'm okay I'm fine with being bad for like two or three years. If that, like, even if that, again, because the, the, the core is sucks. so solid yeah. and the
1: core, you've got Jair Elton Jenkins, um, Kenny Clark. Like there are a R- lot R- of solid Rashawn Gary. There's a lot of solid pieces to build off of. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Packers have been good pretty much my entire life. Like I'm right. 35, I was born in 86. So I started watching football. I'm like, 93 so that's when we I know. Yeah. is not
1: disgusting he looks <laughs> like, like five years like younger 26. than me 26 <laughs> I know he literally that's five years younger than me I thought he yeah was like five years younger than me he told me he was older than me and I was like what the fuck
0: so what yeah I it? mean my whole life like I've that have been knowing what the hell is going on like Packers have been good like right I'm I can survive them being bad for a little while like yeah. I'm right. not okay turning into like the Jets or like the Lions but I have confidence that this front office, like this coaching staff, a two or three year rebuild isn't going to kill me. And yeah. I would love, you know, Aaron, you and I talked about this last week. Like we you don't need an all world MVP quarterback right. to get shit done. I mean, there's He's a like reason the job
2: done with Trent Dilfer. <laughs> yeah, like
0: there's, Jimmy there's Garoppolo is playing
1: in the exactly. Energy exactly. championship exactly. game. Jimmy and he, and did, he is, he scored like, I think his playoff, he scored like two touchdowns in the playoffs and thrown like five picks. Yeah, Jimmy
0: G and Goff have both been in a <laughs> right. Super Bowl way more recently than Aaron Rodgers right. in this same system. Like, I'm fine with having a guy, and I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying Jordan Love is this guy, right? But I think you need to find out if he is. But regardless, you can be a guy that can run this offense. Like, I believe in Matt Lefler's offense, so yes, I think if they have a guy that will run it the way it's supposed to be run, I think they can succeed. So. It will be weird not having an all-world quarterback, but I no longer think you need that because the way we've been watching football, we think you have to have that because that's all we've ever seen.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and 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 I think I think the three of us are also spoiled because we have all lived in Chicago for a big chunk of our life or the Chicago area for a big chunk of our life, and we have seen what it's been like to be a shitty team. For decades. Yeah. Granted, you know, the Bears had their one little Super Bowl appearance in 20, 2005, 2006, whatever it was, but to be the laughing stock that they are compared to the Packers, like, there was a reason Rogers said, I own you. Like, I <laughs> I, 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 th- I think people, Packers fans, think that it, it, it's one or the other. Either you're really, really good or you're, like, embarrassing. And, and I think, like, like, Monty, like you said, like, they have an opportunity if they stay, if they, like, trade Rogers or whatever um that they're going to be bad for a long time like that's not the case because there is a lot of solid foundation here yeah. um because the packers you know believe it or not they're actually pretty good at drafting guys they're pretty good at building a roster um and i honestly i tweeted this the other day like the my biggest fear is rogers retires and you yeah, get that, and they don't get anything i mean you get the cap relief but you don't get any assets
0: that's the worst case scenario
1: I know and and, if you don't get a receiver in return, you get get not shit. And, and that is my biggest fear. And and if I had to pick what's going to happen, I think it's one of two things. I think Rogers retires or he comes back to the Packers. Yeah. I think those
0: are the two most realistic scenarios. Right. I, and
1: because of all the reasons we said, like nobody in the NFC is going to take him and the AFC is much more challenging at this point. Um. Or well, the NFC will take him. I don't think the Packers. There's any yeah, option they're, that the Packers they're not willing will trade to him to, right? Yeah. And the AFC is much more challenging. Quarterback, like there's a lot more competition quarterback wise that he'll be. He'll get lost in the shuffle of all those. And, and I and I just think that th- these are the only two options at this point. And don't
0: get don't get me wrong. Like when I say I think they'll be back, but I don't necessarily want them back. Like I'm not saying that like. I'm going to be rooting for them to fail (laughs) next year. Right. Like, right. Or even be like,
1: damn, the MVP quarterback is back. Like it's (laughs) not a bad thing, but
0: (laughs) I think, I think Zach, I think Zach Cruz wrote a story and tweeted that out today. Something like that, like, regardless of what happens, like the Packers are in a great position. Like they either get the four time MVP back or they have their first round pick with a full year ahead of him to play and a Mm -hmm. shitload of draft capital. Like, right. either way, it plays out. The Packers kind of win, which, say whatever you want about Goody, people want to shit on him. That's masterful. Like, right. he set himself up to win no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I was, I was reading um, a thread of tweets. I don't know who it was, which is probably a good thing. Cause I'm going to shit on it, but um, <laughs> people were saying like Rogers has all the leverage here. And it's like, does he like you know, the only, no. the only power and, and see, this is the thing is we we've said on the show before that, you know, Rogers seems pretty spiteful and seems pretty like he holds grudges. And I don't think that's super shocking to anybody that knows know anything anything about about him him. um (laughs) so if if he really felt spurned by the packers at this point retiring would be the biggest fuck you that would be the biggest fuck you yeah um or going somewhere within the nfc but i just don't think there's a team that the packers feel comfortable trading to him trading him to in the nfc the afc is not going to be a fuck you to the packers and again if
0: if you know anything about rogers like there's no way a dude that's there's no way this dude's gonna win mvp back to back Play like shit in his final game in the NFL and retire. Right, I, I agree. It's
1: all about legacy. I agree, but I yeah. still think that's more plausible than him being traded at this Agreed. point. Like I, like I, I just think that because he knows the options he has is like I don't want to play with Patrick Mahomes like, twice a year. I don't want to play know, with Herbert twice a year. I don't want to play think, with Joe Burrow twice a year.
0: And I think, and
1: now you got Trevor Lawrence coming up. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting.
0: And, and, <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say, I think you know. To be honest, like I'm of the opinion that you know everyone always wants to compare. Rodgers to Brady. I think that comparison became moot like almost five years ago at Mm -hmm. this point. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's a legitimate conversation for anyone to say like, yes, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Like regular season quarterbacks ever? 100%. Like, absolutely. But you can't have that, those amount of high profile letdowns in big spots and be talked about in the sphere of guys like Tom Brady. And that's not a slight to him. Like there's no nothing. It's not a diss to Rogers to say like, you're not the greatest person to ever do something. You know what I mean? And sure. Like if people get pissed at this show, cause we don't kiss Rogers ass and say he's the greatest of all time, like whatever. But I mean, you can't, when you have a guy, when people talk about, Oh, I can't believe Brady will retire, you know, without winning a super bowl, like Tom Brady led another insane, ridiculous comeback this week. Right. And right. lost the game because his defense gave up a big play at the end. Like that game was insane. He he has so he has a twenty eight to three comeback win in a super bowl and he came all the way back from twenty seven to three and tied the game. Like that's unbelievable. So like if he retires, like I don't know what else you can do at that point if you're Tom Brady. But there's right. no way Aaron Rodgers is going out with a stinker of a home playoff game.
1: Yeah. I I a hundred percent agree. Like I, I just think it'd be too embarrassing. I, mm-hmm. I just I, like that's your legacy as you. That is your your
2: final game. Like people think yeah. about that more than
1: you would know. Like
2: my right, view of like Brett Favre's legacy. Obviously, he's one of the greatest Packers of all time. But like, I will never forget his final game with the Vikings. right.
0: Yeah, that that's your <laughs> lasting image. Like, right. and that sucks. But that's what else right? Like, it's burned in your brain. And I'll say like just one final thing on this is. Whether or not he's back or they're both back, like I can tell you right now, like if Rodgers and Adams are both back, I will pick them to win the division because like we talked about, the rest of the teams are rebuilding. I don't know how you pick them to win a playoff game, like whoever they're matched up against. Right after what
2: we saw this past week, they could could have lost to anybody.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit here on this show next year if we're in the divisional round. If we, you know, if we get a buy or whatever, or if we're in the wild card round, like I'm not picking them to win playoff games. Cause right. I don't know how you can at this point.
1: Right. And Monty, what did you say about, like, you tweeted the thing about like, if they don't do anything in the playoffs, like it's being like a lions fan. Like, yeah, like, it, it, Nobody, like you can't hurt me. Like, this yeah. is it.
0: Nobody can come at me in real life or on Twitter and be like, dude, like the Packers suck. Like, well, I'm not going to defend them. Cause I've right. been saying, yeah, they sucked. Like they totally blew it huge right. joke job like no excuse for losing like mm-hmm. you're not gonna hurt my feelings like right. trying to dunk on them because I'm I've probably like, I'll said agree with this you yeah.
1: right <laughs> yeah I think it it's going to be and I'm so not ready for it like I said like I'm at this point like I don't give a fuck what happens and yep. I, I, this is <laughs> this is like a therapy session like, it, like I'm getting like disassociative about it <laughs> Because and that and that tells you like how over it I am like I just can't. It's the first time in my Packers fandom where I've been like, do whatever. Like yeah, I, I just I'm, do not care. I'm
0: very point. indifferent.
1: Right? Because and and part of it is like you said, Monty is like I feel like they're in a good position either way. Either you got the reigning MVP back, and my guess is if Rogers is back, Devontae's back, mm-hmm. right. and like I don't think there's a scenario where Rogers is back in Green Bay and Devontae isn't. Um yeah. But I, I but if they aren't like they're in a good position and they got draft capital and probably at least one good because cause my guess is if Rogers gets traded, they're going to tag and trade Devontae yep, probably yep. to the Broncos. Yep. And my guess is then you get two really young studs back in return instead of just one mm-hmm. and that and plus at least two first round picks like that is a huge haul like for what you're giving up because Devonte is like the, the salary cap relief in itself. And so I, I just think it's a, it's a winning situation, but like, so yeah, indifferent in that way, but I'm also indifferent of like, I'm so tired of this.
0: like, yeah, like I'm, I'm so I'm ready, tired of this. I'm ready to see, I'm ready to see it play out. However it's going to play out, but I'm ready right. to see it with a different cast basically like right and ready for an alternate ending I don't know what the ending is but I know like I'm gonna watch different actors play this movie out
1: right (laughs) right right. it's just it it, it's this because and and I feel like it's made it easier last year made it so much easier to accept this because there was this buildup of where we all thought like yeah he might not come back and so now it's like fine don't fucking come back like I don't know (laughs) like I have no more emotions to give to this team that could possibly like surprise me at this point so it, it just is what it is and yeah and i mean it, i guess we all kind of agree on that is it's just like whatever happens happens and i think that's probably the best way to look at it is not making any super predictions it's, not it's, making getting your hopes up or you know being negative it's just kind of accepting of what's going to happen it's None one of of those know.
0: things. it's one of those things like it it sucks to come to the realization but once you get there It's like very freeing. Like I don't have any, like when people are like, Oh, I couldn't even watch football the rest of the weekend. Like once that was over and they blew it and I knew like that was their last good chance. I'm like, I'm good now. Like I, it sucked in the moment, but like, Right. Those of you that
1: didn't watch missed a lot of great fucking football.
0: (laughs) That Bill's chiefs game. You missed like one of the best football games I've ever (laughs) seen. Like, and and one thing that, like, made it more cathartic for me, and I said something like this, like, did you – tell me if you guys agree, like, it was very, like, a very, like, changing of the guard moment. Like, mm-hmm. to watch what the Packers did on Saturday night, and then to watch what Mahomes and Allen did on Sunday night, like – they were like putting the whole league on notice. Like, okay, like this is what elite QB Dude, looks like We've got some now great
2: football to look forward to, right? Football.
0: Yeah. Like, can you, can you imagine if that game went the way it did with either the Bills or the Chiefs? Like, do you think the Packers could have kept up in a game like that? No way. Not a chance. No. Well, One and and, and, I, and I said chance.
1: this. I said this on um on brand and off topic. Catch it on Tuesdays, um, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like an all sports podcast. And and my offensive player of the week was young quarterbacks in the NFL because you look at the future of the NFL and you've got Allen, Mahomes, uh Lamar Jackson, Herbert. Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert, and. <laughs> Joe Burrow. And then even Trevor Lawrence, I know the Jags are kind of up and coming and, but there's like so many things to be, and potentially Trey Lance and
0: Justin Justin Fields if we really
1: want, you know, but (laughs) like, you know, there are a lot of young quarterbacks that are like are exciting. And it's kind of this thing where we're like, You know, it's that meme of like Squidward of like we're all seeing these young quarterbacks where he's looking out his window, (laughs) window where he's watching like SpongeBob and Patrick being all like "yay" and we're like, we've got our old aging quarterbacks, yeah, really stubborn, but okay. Once Brady and
0: Rogers are (laughs) both gone, like the league is in a really good place. Like all like the it's kind of crazy too that like most of the great young QBs are in the AFC. Like AFC for the next. Five to eight years is going to be a bloodbath, but it's yeah. going to be entertaining. It's going to be so fun yeah, to watch the really NFC as,
1: like, as, people that are fans of the NFC, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: like, this is the first time for a lot of people in our age bracket that like we're seeing like the the veterans are getting ready to leave, and like the yeah, NFC change, is not changing gonna the game. Like we haven't really seen this before. We were all really mm. young the last yep. time this happened. You know, when was the last time this happened?
1: It would probably be around the time that like Rogers, Roethlisberger, Rivers, and Manning were all Manning. drafted. Yeah. So yeah, like when we wow. were all—I mean, when we were all like what, like years. six years old? <laughs> well,
0: but, even, but even then, right? Like <laughs> right. there was no. still some overlap because like Rodgers was still in the league with Peyton and Drew Brees, and right. And Brady. and
1: by that time, Tom Brady hadn't signed his soul over to the devil yet, where yes. he would live forever. So there's that. But like I mean,
0: <laughs> the to. Uh, And I'll put, I I know we've got a long show going, but like to to put a cap, to put a cap on stuff. I mean, if you look at the Chiefs specifically Mm -hmm. and you look at Patrick Mahomes in 2011, after the Packers won the super bowl, what's happening right now with the chiefs is exactly what you thought was going to happen with the Packers. And not Mm -hmm. just because you were a Packers fan, like everybody thought that, like, The Packers were picked to be like the obvious team to be a dynasty or whatever. But if you look at Mahomes, like he's had home field advantage every single year he's been in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He's never failed to get any further than the champ game. Mm -hmm. And I love Joe Burrow, but I'm picking the chiefs this weekend. Like he's about to be in his third super bowl in a row. And the dude's 26. Right.
1: And, and, and even, even if you want to even go more specific is, their play style is so close, it's fun, right? <laughs> it's but like, right? But all. like, like you look at Mahomes and Rogers, like they right. have a very similar play style. So it's like, this is literally looking at what we what should have been, what could have been. And that, that's why I said
0: I I think people hate on the Chiefs and Mahomes because yes, obviously they're jealous, but they're specifically jealous because that's exactly what you thought our guy was going to do his first exactly. like five or six right. years starting yep. in the league.
2: Well, here's to hoping that the Bengals are the Chiefs 49ers. Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm rooting for them too. (laughs) All right. On that note, um, I think we got to, we got to wrap up. It's, it's been, it's been quite a long show. It's been cathartic. Um, Right. It's been good. This has been healthy. Um, Sam, why don't you tell the people on Twitter where they can find you?
2: You guys can find me at sandwich. That is S A M M W I C H H. If you can't find me, it's probably because you have me blocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're fucking lost. They fucked up. <laughs> and Monty, where can the folks find you?
0: Uh, you can find me. I'm um, at for Tergeson, it's F-E-R-D Turgeson. It's F E R D underscore T U R G E S O N.
1: And you can find me at H E R O I N E. And um, I don't really know what we're doing for the off season. We haven't discussed it yet. Yeah, that'll
0: be our that'll be our talking point this week. Yeah,
1: love to be a part of it. Yeah, stay Um, tuned. Yeah, and uh, we will hopefully the next time we talk to you, it'll be some happy news and not some sad news. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for listening, and uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Go pack, Go Pack, go. go.